listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. Come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So we have this delicious looking cocktail sitting next to us that you made for us. It looks like cherry goodness. Tell us about it. Yes. And um, in honor of Valentine's Day, it is a kind of red pink cocktail. Mm -hmm. So this is a cherry sidecar and it is inspired by a drink that I had when Chris and I got to go out on a date night a couple of weeks ago. We went to this really cool place in Phoenix called The Deuce. Mm Mm-hmm. They do a lot of old-fashioned kind of vintage cocktails, so I had this there. It was delicious, and so I wanted to recreate it. I found this recipe on the Style Me Pretty blog, and we will have the recipe in our show notes, so hit pause, go mix yourself up a cocktail, and join us back here on the podcast. <laughs> Happy hour with us. Exactly. So this is um, brandy. Um, And then I think a key ingredient are the brandy-soaked cherries. I I soaked cherries in brandy for a few hours this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Infused. Exactly, infused. And then we've got some fresh lemon juice, some triple sec, and there's a sugared rim. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Don't knock off the sugar off my rim. (laughs) Mmm. Oh, that's so good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of the sweetness from the cherry, mm-hmm. but the kind of citrusy from the triple sec and the lemon. Yeah, um, it's really good. Sugared rim. You can't go wrong. I love yeah. it. I love that it's fruity without being sickeningly sweet, like mm-hmm. tropical punch kind yes. of girly drink. You yes, know? exactly. Exactly. It's I very good. So does it taste how you remember? You know I think it does. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with this actually. We did the it's recipe really the recipe called for two ounces of brandy, I think, per cocktail. Or do you think that was for the two cocktails? We were kinda having a debate on if this was a recipe for one or two cocktails because I, it didn't say I don't know. I feel like it was probably one because our glass is probably about two thirds full. Yeah. All right. And anyway. Maybe if you added I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean it depends on how how much you feel like drinking, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And we decided it is a Monday night, so we decided not to go too hard tonight. So get crazy, (laughs) exactly, exactly. So um, as I said, this was inspired kind of by Valentine's Day, which was Mm -hmm. last Friday. So we thought, in honor of Valentine's Day, we could kind of talk about love and relationships today on um, the blog. But first, while we while we warm up to our cocktails, I just wanted to say, so how was your week? How's it going? We're starting out a new week. What's yeah. been What's been going on? Uh, it's good. I was sick at the beginning of the week. I don't. Oh, even I know. remember. Ugh, what I even was even know it? If it was sick or allergies. Like this time of year in Arizona. Yes. Everything's starting to bloom and yes. pollinate, and I think it just sometimes turns into a whole drainage situation. Yeah. So yeah, I was a, I was on the couch, so I was cooped up with my Roku box for a little while watching. Uh oh, not sister wives. Things. Not sister wives. <laughs> Only because I have no more to watch. Oh, no. I will inform you. <laughs> when we talked about it last, I realized that that was the last episode that I watched right before oh, I came no. over here. I went to go <laughs> I went to go turn it on mm-hmm. and was very disappointed to find out that there were no more on Netflix at least. So Oh, bummer. I have to wait a while. Okay. Um, so you're on I to the did, next thing, though. Yeah. What am I on to now? I don't know. We're catching up on Game of Thrones. And, oh, okay. What season are you on? Three. 
Oh, okay. We just finished three. I just we, four is about to come out, right? We just watched the first season. I really liked it, but it was so emotional. Yeah, it's intense and dramatic. I it just is intense. Oh, so it anyway. does slow down a little bit with. Okay. That. I mean, it stays intense, but it it's not like people dying left and right the whole right. time because it it had to get into quite a story. You I know? see. So it okay. does slow down a little bit. Okay. But, yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, then this weather has been gorgeous. Oh, so. it's been beautiful. What has it been in the seventies, eighties? Yeah, it's perfect it's warm weather season. Mm-hmm. That's what I call it around mm-hmm. here. Okay, I like that. Um, and so we got some, you know, got potted plants and got that going mm-hmm. and spruced up our backyard this weekend. Got some new cushions on the oh outdoor yeah. furniture. And I think I saw the old cushions and a bunch of plant yeah. cuttings out on the sidewalk. It's so bulk pickup week. It looks real classy in front of our house right now. <laughs> How do you? I feel like everyone in the neighborhood always knows when bulk pickup weekend is like Chris and I will drive into the neighborhood and everyone has bulk stuff out. <laughs> and we're like, how does everyone know that it's bulk pickup weekend? It's the third week of the month. How do you file that away? I just like, it's not committed <laughs> just, to <yeah>. memory. <laughs> I think we don't usually have a lot of stuff for bulk pickup. Yeah, so maybe that's are, why you guys are way better at reusing <laughs> than we are. Well, we just like take truckloads of stuff to Goodwill and we're just like, they're going to sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it may be garbage, but we're not going to worry yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. I prefer to think that someone is going to use it. I like it. So yeah. what, were, what were you up to this week? Um, let's see. Last week was a pretty good week. Um, I've been super busy at work in the past month or so since coming back from Christmas, but work has really slowed down and that's been so nice. I I even, I even have been deleting emails and like cleaning up my files. Oh, it's so satisfying. (laughs) So anyway, so that's just really nice. And I mean, this is the biggest thing. Dashiell slept through the night for the first time. It was on Thursday night. So because I wrote it in my diary, like February 14th. <laughs> thank Note. you. Thank you, Dashiell. Wait, um, okay. So can you tell us what mm-hmm. is sleeping through the night? Because I think you're honest about what sleeping through the night is. And other people I am, say their children have slept yes, through the night and they're yes, liar, I, liar I, I, I We have had a difficult time with sleep. And so I like to be very honest yes, about this. I appreciate this. Um, so sleeping through the night, I would count that he slept from 730 Mm-hmm. And he did not wake up until six forty-five, like a normal human, like, like a normal like he woke human. Up at a normal, exactly, time, exactly, an acceptable time mm-hmm. in the morning. I exactly, agree. that that, that constitutes sleeping. Through yes, the night. it really does. And so we're not. It's not right. I mean, since then he has still woken up in the night, but he right. still only wakes up between one and three times a night, which is nice. I mean, we used to just be yeah. up all night long, like so. every forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I don't know how I... I don't really know how you did either. I'm still in (laughs) awe, actually. I think it's one of those things that it's just, you don't have any option. Yeah. But to continue on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So anyway, we're really celebrating that. And just getting more sleep has changed my life. Game changer. (laughs) Yes. Um, So let's see. Besides that... Oh, I guess we were just having a banner week. Dash took a couple of first steps. I told you about that. So that was just really exciting. Um, And as you said, the weather has just been amazing. So we're living outside... Dash is eating a lot of grass and a lot of leaves. And Sorry, Midwest and East yes. Coast. You're getting more snow as we record, I'm pretty sure. Oh, my gosh. Well, 
it'll come back to us in just a few yeah. months. Please keep listening. We'll be complaining about our yes. weather soon enough. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, good weekend. Uh, I took the day off today for President's Day to be home with Dash since daycare was closed. And we had a lovely day, so... Good. Yeah, well, okay, week. so Valentine's Day mm-hmm. was last Friday. Yes. Did you celebrate? How oh. do we feel about this holiday? Yeah, Are it you is, a naysayer? It is quite a hallmark holiday, and people do have really strong mm-hmm. feelings. So we in the Wharton household embrace Valentine's Day. I like it. But it's not a big to-do. Right. We exchange cards. Mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate a thoughtful card. Uh-huh. And I think maybe last year, Chris always gets me, I think, a little something. But last year, I can't even remember, shoot, what he got me last year. I'm sure it was very nice. <laughs> um, He's in the other room. He yeah. made pipe up. <laughs> um, but he didn't get me a card. And, you know, maybe a week or so later, I just casually mentioned <laughs> Hey, you know, I really appreciate a thoughtful card. So I did get a very thoughtful card this year. Nice. (laughs) Points to Chris. So anyway, um, and Chris actually arranged to have a babysitter come and we went to have drinks and dessert. Oh, so nice. At Postino. It was really nice. I like it. Mm -hmm. Well done, husband. Yes, Mm -hmm. it was. It was very nice. And so, yeah, nothing over the top, but just a nice time to... You know, just take a day and appreciate each other, I think, and make sure you express your love. That's how I feel, too. It's like there's, yes, you should be expressing love all the time, but sometimes in the mundane details of life, Mm -hmm. you need some hearts and glitter to stop and remember that you're supposed to intentionally love this other person and show them that. Yeah. I'm all for holidays, so mm-hmm. I mean, I don't go nuts. I don't decorate for it or anything like okay, that. Okay, you but, don't decorate. Mm-mm. I used to in Wisconsin because it was such you a needed long something, winter, and gotcha. it was nice to have a little cheer, mm-hmm. but here I don't because it's basically spring Yes, <laughs> at this point. How does Mr. Ladd feel about the glitter and the hearts? <laughs> he, you know, we hol- holidays have been a huge sticking point in our marriage <laughs> really? in the past. Really? Yes, because I'm very holiday crazy and mm-hmm. he just holiday did not grow up that way. Yeah. Okay. And so they caused some pretty huge fights. And actually, when I... The, speaking of Valentine's Day, here's a little walk down memory okay. lane. Okay, let's go. I'm um, ready. I, we need, we need I some, knew, can we get some music for walk down memory lane? <laughs> yeah. um, I knew he was starting to get it when mm-hmm. we still lived in Wisconsin, and he um, came home from work on Valentine's Day one year, and mm-hmm. he said he had something behind his back, and uh-huh. he said, I know that holidays mean a lot to you, and mm-hmm. I know I haven't always made this one very fun because uh-huh. you probably expected something, Aww. and so I wanted to make it up. And he had a little Tiffany's box <gasps> with the sterling oh, silver necklace that, in it, and I'm like, that makes okay, up for it. Mr. Ladd. <laughs> nice. Game, game on. Yes. So he's gotten way better with that kind of stuff. Um, like this, the last couple years, he just plans a really nice dinner. Like he Aww. makes the reservations, finds this a cool new place uh-huh. to try. Okay. Um, and we just did that. I've let him off the card hook. Okay. Because it's not as big of a deal to me as I'd rather have like a little token of something that he oh, thought okay. of. Like my love language, I guess, works right. that way. I mean, this is and like, just, this is like just occurring to me now. I'm yeah. like, uh, Chris, actually I would like a little yeah. box of something. And I realized, yeah, I was like, well, I just, I don't know. It was obviously a forced thing for him to get a card and i'd rather mm-hmm. have him put the thought into okay. a little gift or a nice evening mm-hmm. or something than that yeah. so we've let each other kind of off the card hook okay. and he really d- could care less if i get him a card right so it right. was kind of pointless so okay i i like that because mm-hmm. i haven't read that book the five languages of love i think that i need to but i do really like that that you know if it's maybe 
you know, you do feel like you're kind of asking someone to express their love in a way that just doesn't fit for them, right. then find somewhere else or maybe, you know, reflect on why you take. feel like you need mm-hmm. that. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd rather have a genuine expression of mm-hmm. love. So oh, I like that. Yeah. So, okay. so yeah, we do celebrate, but yeah, it's just a nice... Okay, I think last year I left him like little post-it notes like all over the house of little things I loved about Aww, him. Because that's that big for so him is just like kind words and encouragement uh-huh, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's a good excuse to that's be That's adorable. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well, speaking of adorable things, um, I wanted to start off by talking how we each met our husband. So oh, you oh, got man. you guys go way back. So tell this us is, how you let's met. Let's go back down to the way <laughs> Here we go. Well we are high school sweethearts. Oh so so we met at a mutual friend's house in high school. We didn't go to the same high school but um, oh, okay. Was that like a, a cool friend. thing to date a guy yeah. at another oh, high totally. school? He was like, you know, like when the two groups of friends merge and then yeah. it's like fresh meet. Like everybody's yeah. like trying Ooh. to date all the new girls right. and the new guys. Right. So it's okay. Like um, I was 15 and he was 17, I think, or uh-huh. just turning 17. Okay. I had, I will never forget what I was wearing overalls. <laughs> yes. Jean overalls. Yes. A plaid hat, like a baseball hat. A <laughs> hat? Uh huh. And red converse. And oh. grinning like a fool, I'm because sh- I was I immediately just, smitten. Like, I have such an I just I have it the yeah. image in my and head. He had a car. He was oh, like yeah. had this leather jacket. That leather was so jacket. Oh, it was it was game on. Oh, um, I love and then it. Not long after that, Eve wait, Mark- can you complete the picture? How, <laughs> how I need some more details because this is just so awesome. What were each of your hairstyles like? Um, did he used to wear his hair longer? He did have it a little longer, kind of like, he has thick hair, so it was kind of like a wave. It was still short on the sides and stuff, okay. it was like waved at the top. Oh, okay. Lots of gel was involved. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I still, I had like shoulder length hair then, and mm-hmm. it was just like pulled back in a ponytail through my, With the through hat. my plaid hat. hat. You know it. Yes. You know it. Um, and I had braces. Okay. I still had my braces mm-hmm. then. So just big old brace grin <laughs> at this guy. Um, and he... Okay, so you just saw him, and that was the first time you'd ever seen him, or had you seen him before? And it no, was like, I hadn't oh. seen him. I actually met his brother first, and then okay. I had been gone on like a family vacation or something, and then he started hanging out with the group, too. Oh, okay, so when you got back, it yeah. was like, oh, who's this who's new addition? This <laughs> um, and then not long after that, we were at a football game with everybody, and... We went to Burger King and he was just telling stories and there's like this smile and, the, and uh-huh. he wasn't like a typical, like I'm too cool to like okay. talk and hang right. out, you know, like a high school guy is yes. not the greatest at conversation. He yes. was very personable and mm-hmm. very, conversa- you know, a great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. And he, I had gone with, to the game with my friend and he offered to drive me home mm-hmm. afterwards. And okay. I was just like on cloud nine. Yes. Beyond, so like, smitten. And I made a conscious decision. Like I'm going to miss my curfew and I don't care. Like this guy is totally worth it. Wow. Cause we were leaving Burger King way too late. And I remember my parents were so mad at me when oh I walked gosh. in cause they were pretty strict at the time. Yeah. And I did. I had the biggest, stupidest grin on my face. <laughs> Literally went to my room and did the whole like eighties teen pop movie like where you close the door and slide down it. <laughs> I'm not even joking you. Yes. Like into a puddle on the bottom of the bottom of the floor. So I was just, like Aww, instantly in love. That's and we started adorable. dating. Um and he 
tried to break up with me like after a month because he was <gasps> he like did. well i think he was just like i don't know i'm 17 and right that, exactly you know. no one knows and how I to have a relationship I, for very long then i would not let him i was just like no. no we're still together i'm like nope see you tomorrow yep you pick me up at seven so yeah oh that's awesome and we had, you know we had our on and get off again through high sure. school and college but yeah I just stuck my claws that's so in cute. and hung on. That's so, so cute. Because it is know. really to meet someone in high school and you just go through such yeah. changes. Yeah. And to change and be able to change with that person, mm-hmm. I mean, you're just totally super compatible. That's right. so cute. So yeah. Eight years Eight years later, we got engaged and wow. now we've been married eight years. So. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I you? love it. Okay. Well, Chris and I are not high school sweethearts. We met at a bar, which... I think it's so funny, but it wasn't like, um, you know, sleazy pickup line at a sleazy bar. Um, this is a classy bar. Yeah, this is a classy (laughs) bar. Um, actually it probably will sound like a classy bar. It's actually, it's called gypsy where we met and it is a bar on the Yale college campus and it's only for graduate and professional students at Yale. Oh yeah. So it's a a pretty select crowd. Yeah. Um, it's a high caliber, like people there will get jobs. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was in graduate schools this summer between my two years at graduate school and my friend was visiting me from New York City. And so we were just going out for that evening. And so I knew about this bar. And so we went Did and you just show your ID to get it like your school ID to get in. Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <That's awesome. laughs> um, you have to bring both. IDs. Yes. And um, so let's see, we it was pretty dead cause it was the summer. So mm-hmm. it was like not, you know, peak season, but anyway, we went and we were going to play a game of pool and there are two pool tables. Mm-hmm. I guess we can check out the peas on the mic for my <laughs> telling about the pool <laughs> tables. <laughs> um, there's a free table and then there's one that you have to pay quarters. And I, there was someone playing on the free table. So I went to get change for a dollar. And when I came back, um, my friend said, hey, this guy says we can play on the free table with him. Smooth the move. <laughs> yeah, so I look up and there is a very handsome gentleman playing <laughs> on the free table. And so what's kind of funny is we all introduce ourselves and commence to play a game of pool with this guy who, spoiler alert, it's Chris. <laughs> But so this was Chris's first time to meet me, but actually I recognized him. Oh, had you been scoping him? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could say that, but when I saw him, uh, this light bulb went off in my head. Oh, that's that cute guy from the gym that I see in the morning. Oh, cute gym guy. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So anyway, that's how we met. And I I will tell, um, this is kind of a funny memory from that night. Chris was pretty bold. Um, at one point while we were playing pool, <laughs> um, you Did know, he do like the classic pool move. 
Well, I don't know what that is, but I'll describe it and then you tell me because it probably is. So anyway, yeah, he was taking a he was taking a shot and I was down at the other end of the table. He looked up at me and winked at me while he was taking the shot. Oh, that's that's one. That's one time. I was thinking like the whole from behind, let me show you how oh, to gosh. shoot the pool. No, no. Okay, not that please. I would have I would have hit him hit him with my pool cue. Be like, I know how to play pool. Jerk. This was a yell by people. Yeah, exactly. It was that next. But anyway. He did miss that shot where he winked at me, so maybe not as smooth, but... The message was received. Yes. (laughs) So at that point, actually... I, we didn't exchange numbers. I sort of like took off kind of quickly. I, I don't know. I didn't want anything to like go really fast. I felt nervous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway, but then after that, I would always bug my friends to go to the gym with me in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And through the help of Google sleuth, (laughs) I figured out who this guy was. And, serious? Yes. <laughs> and figured out that he had a PhD. And um, so we started calling him amongst my friends, Dr. Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of my, once, once Chris and I actually did start dating, one of my friends said, oh my gosh, you have to let me tell him what we've been calling him this whole time. And I was just so embarrassed by it. I said, no, you cannot tell him. If we get married, you can tell that story. And so actually at our wedding, she um, stood up and made a toast and That's told awesome. the story that we called him Dr. Fitness. That was the first time he'd ever heard it. So <laughs> That is awesome. Yep. So that's how I met my husband at a bar. <laughs> Good story. Yeah. So how, now that you've, how long have you been married? It's going to be four years in okay. April. We're like a baby marriage yeah. compared to you guys. Well, you were together for a while before that too. Um, maybe just, I mean, I look back at, it felt like a long time, but I think we're only together for a year and a half before we got engaged. So maybe almost two years before we got married anyway. Okay. Yeah. So how do you think your marriage is growing or changing? How's it changed over the years? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we've definitely changed a lot as a couple, you know, I think at first, I mean, we did live together before we got married, but I think at first, even when we were first married, we were still kind of figuring out how to live together. Mm -hmm. And I think at the same time, that's also right when, you know, I was out of, we were both now out of school and in our first job. So Mm -hmm. we're also just okay, young professionals for the first time. Right. What does that Real even world look adjustments. like? Yeah. yeah. And so I think it was just finding our routines and rhythms. I mean, it wasn't a difficult time at all. It was really fun, but mm-hmm. we just, you know, I look back at it now and our life was so different. You know, we didn't have the same friends, our just kind of routines, what we like to do on the weekend was mm-hmm. kind of different. Um, so I think it's been a lot of that. And I think too, just kind of finding that, common ground and what our identity is as a couple Mm -hmm. you kind of grow into that like Mm -hmm. you still have your personal identity but um chris is a lot more spontaneous than me Mm -hmm. i'm much more of a planner and so i think that that would be a sticking point 
in in, um, the early years. But I think we found like just this really nice middle. We just, I appreciate what spontaneity can bring to our life. And I think he appreciates what planning can bring to our life. And so, yeah, yeah, I just see us now in that way. And um, yeah, it's just like a really happy place. And so I I see that as how we've changed Uh over over time. So what about you guys? I mean, you've been together for so long. There's probably a lot of change that you can point to. Um, You don't wear overalls anymore. Number one. (laughs) My braces are off. I think it's amazing how much you can still learn about each other, even though you've basically grown up together. Like I've never been an adult without him. Yeah. You know, but Mm -hmm. still I, we've officially, I think this year passed the point where like we've been together longer than we've been apart in our lives, which is really weird because that doesn't seem old enough for that. But, um, I think it's really true. The old cliche, like the more you work on your relationship and get Mm -hmm. to know each other, if you don't just let things, you know, exist and deteriorate, that you really do love each other more. Like I can really say I love him more now than when we got married Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. more than when I met him. And cause you just keep diving deeper. Like, yeah. You know, and and discovering who you are, and going through all those experiences together. And, you mm-hmm. know, and having someone that's there for you through the tough stuff. That you're there for them, mm-hmm. and I think you kind of continue to keep growing into yourselves as right. a couple. Right. You know, yeah. I just think we're in this cool place of like, um, especially moving here to Arizona. Yeah, and really um, going and out on an adventure. Starting over in some ways and Mm -hmm. breaking away a little bit from, you know, all of our friends and family that we grew up with and starting kind of a new adult adventure as our own little family, I think really brought us a lot closer Mm -hmm. together too. So it, yeah, it's just, it's good. I think it's, it's really fun to grow up with somebody Mm -hmm. and like know so many stories together and have all these adult experiences that we've gone through together, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. that makes it really yeah. kind of strong. That I love that. Too, so. It is just really fun being married when yeah, you're married to married. a best friend. It totally. is awesome. Totally. <laughs> and so, okay. So through all of these years, um, what do you do to keep your marriage healthy? You kind of said, you know, it's important to not just, you know, right. stagnate and whatnot. So what do you, what do you guys find that you actively do that keeps your relationship in a really good place it you know it sounds cliche again too but i think it's so important to be intentional about regular dates yeah um or regular little routines you mm-hmm. do like that when you look he's forward away to for work i realize how much i enjoy like saturday morning breakfast and coffee mm-hmm. together yeah you know the little things that you may just take for granted but they're really important to like the rhythm of your life and creating yeah. this life that you do together so mm-hmm. i would say Sometimes when we're like in kind of a rough spot or we're just, we just don't seem to be connecting. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're probably not being intentional enough. Mm-hmm. Like we need to set aside some time to go out on a date or, right. you know, and we don't even have kids that we need to find a sitter for yet or anything, mm-hmm. but life just oh, yeah. carries on unless you're intentional about it. And then when you have kids and mm-hmm. both working full time outside of home and like, that's just yeah. not so, I think and that's been a huge thing for us. Yeah. And it's so good to have that. Um, you know, that established beforehand that, Mm -hmm. okay, this is what we need to do. If, you know, we're feeling kind of disconnected Mm -hmm. or something, you know, it is just so easy when you're so busy on the weekend or even just a weeknight to just both be on your computers or watch television, Mm -hmm. you know, without talking to each other really, or I don't know. It's easy to put a lot of 
to put all your energy into everything else that is not necessarily going to be there that you can take for granted Mm. and then give each other the leftovers. Mm -hmm. And I think, and sometimes there isn't anything left over. And so I think it's important to, by putting a date night on the calendar or by having a routine, like this is what we're going to do. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's putting that other person in that relationship first. Like this is a priority. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing that I am just a huge fan of and shout from the rooftops whenever I can is we've gone to counseling a Mm -hmm. few different times and I would still go like every two weeks if, you know, if it wasn't so expensive. Exactly. But like we um, just hit kind of a rough patch, but right before we moved to Arizona and we Mm -hmm. just weren't, I think it's because we were just kind of discontent and yeah. we weren't, we needed to get over like the next level of like trusting each other right. and moving forward as a couple. Mm-hmm. And so we went to some counseling then and it was like the best thing that could have mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. We learned so much about each other mm-hmm. and um, ourselves mm-hmm. and then went to some counseling again when we got our infertility diagnosis yeah. just to kind of process out loud mm-hmm. and, um, you know, get some feedback and give each other a space outside of kind of the intense emotions to talk about it and so I just would be I think so many people are still it's still a huge stigma people don't want to do it or they don't want to spend the money I mean I would put it on a credit card I would Mm -hmm. do whatever I had to do it's Mm -hmm. such a huge weight off of you to have somebody else help you sort through all the junk that's built up that you don't even realize so it is and um Chris and I haven't gone to counseling, but it is something that I would, I would definitely do. And I know that, um, growing up in my family, I've been to counseling before for other things. And, you know, my parents looked at it like, you know, you go to the doctor every Mm -hmm. year for your annual, um, checkups and things. So, you know, maintenance. exactly, (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I, I just think that that's so healthy. And I think a lot of times kind of because of the stigma or if people aren't willing to do that, it's a last resort. And yeah. those are tools that you can have to keep you from getting to that right. place. Right. So I think that's really, really good. How about you? How do you, um, well, just healthy? kind of, I mean, r- really similar to that is just communication. Mm-hmm. That's just always so important. And, um, I think Chris and I have really good communication. He is a great communicator. He will talk about feelings. I feel very thankful for That's that. Awesome, yeah. And it seems like neither of us are able to really hold anything in for very long before yeah. talking about it. And I think something that has really helped me, um, you know, if we have to have a more difficult conversation or something that we both, you know, feel strongly about, but feel differently about. <laughs> strongly opposite. <laughs> exactly. Um, I took a class in college and now I can't remember what it was called, but it was almost like a, like a sexual health class or mm-hmm. something, but we talked a lot about relationships and sex and just all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it, of That's course, a handy it, class. it really was. <laughs> and so of course the class was packed, you know, you had to like <laughs> register for it as soon as registration opened, but I took it with one of my best friends. Um, it was really fun, but it also was very informative. And a few things that I remember the professor saying, about if you're going to have an argument, um, one is to both be at the same level, like both be sitting down. Um, if one person like physically is at the same, level. yes, mm-hmm. if one person is standing, it gives them more power and it can also kind of make you feel like escalating things, mm-hmm. maybe kind of activates that fight or flight uh-huh. reflex. Uh-huh. And if you're sitting, it kind of cues to you like, okay, like kind of calm down. And-, mm-hmm. and so that's one. And the other thing is to 
never use the words never and always. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's Be- not fair fighting words. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, it's a really easy place to go, but it's rarely true. Mm-hmm. And then you just put someone on the defensive and you, you're getting away from the main topic. Right. So anyway, that's something that I always keep in mind. Um, so anyway, I think we do have really good communication mm-hmm. when we have to talk about difficult things. So I think that that really helps. Um, another thing that I also took away from that class is to have three things outside of your ma- marriage that are fulfilling to you. And I'm trying to think of the things that he said they need to be. It needs to be, um, easily accessible, cheap. And I can't remember, maybe something that you should do with other people. I can't remember, but I really liked that. You know, it Mm -hmm. would be like book club, right? Doesn't cost anything, but it's something that you have that, um, because you're not counting on your marriage or your partner to be your whole self or your whole fulfillment. Because they can't be. Yeah, they can't be. It's an unfair expectation. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other aspect too is that you're, then you have something to bring to the marriage. Right. Even even as little as talking about what you did, but you probably have, you know, ideas to talk about or Mm -hmm. experiences. And I think that's really Mm -hmm. important. And like still have an ability to kind of surprise each other. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I wouldn't have thought you would like that book or, you know, whatever. Because if you do everything together. Exactly. Constantly, you're like, okay, what do we talk about now? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Let's see. Um... So once you, now you have kids, we do not yet, I do. but I imagine that it is even harder to spend that time together it and, is. but even more important because mm-hmm. of that. So what are your favorite things to do together when you can get a babysitter or yeah. when you can't, how do you fit in <laughs> dates? How does it work for you? Yeah. So I guess, um, it has been really tough and I think we're finally getting to the point where I feel co- more comfortable leaving Dash with the babysitter and mm-hmm. we're getting those dates here and there and I recognize that they're really important you know I get a little anxious before we're gonna leave him but yeah. then once we're out together it's just oh yeah me and Chris I remember this you know this is something really great and we have so much fun being together as a family it can be hard to prioritize just the time for the two of us mm-hmm. but it is just so important. Yeah. Cause I think that's a separate relationship. Like mm-hmm. you have your relationship as a family, among the three of mm-hmm. you, and then you have your relationship with dash. Even Chris right. has his relationship with right. dash and then you have your relationship mm-hmm. with yeah. each other. No, that's a, that's exactly how it is. So anyway, but, um, some of our favorite things to do, we love playing board games mm-hmm. and dice games and card games. Mm-hmm. I'm always so jealous when I see a picture because I have to force Jeremiah to oh, play a really? game. Yeah, like he oh, really man. just does not love it. I, yeah, I so am like, lucky. Oh, I want to play a game. I'm lucky because Chris <laughs> loves it just about as much as I do. So actually, before Dash was born, we were getting into this routine where we were playing cards or dice every night at dinner. That's awesome. It was ridiculous. I mean, it's like we were retired or something. Yeah. <laughs> But we just loved it. So we haven't quite gotten back to that yet, but that's one of our favorite things to do to bring cards or dice. We love um, the game Farkle. I know you uh-huh, guys do too. Fun. We have um, spicy Farkle. Oh yeah, we have that too. Show notes. We yes. need to put those okay, in the we'll show put notes. it in the show notes. <laughs> um, so yeah, just going to maybe checking out a new bar or a restaurant and mm-hmm. playing games the whole time that's is awesome. really fun. Um, so I guess another thing 
that, you know, kind of we're doing right now when we don't have as many opportunities to go out is like you said, just being intentional about kind of making it a date night in or making Mm -hmm. kind of a special night, even if it's just, Hey, let's do pizza night Mm -hmm. on Thursday. I mean, it's something to look forward to yeah. and like builds that anticipation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nobody has to cook. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, we just did that the other night. We filled out our first paperwork for the adoption yeah. and just like made it a special night, you know, set it aside on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And it was, it took like 20 minutes to fill right. out the paperwork. It wasn't a big deal, but like, let's make it an occasion, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's something that I think I've just really seen the power of Mm -hmm. that it can it just can turn a regular tuesday whatever night into even if it's just hey we're having tacos i don't know i love getting excited about those really silly little things chris always teases me that I love tradition so much that I would turn everything into a tradition, but I totally would. I'd be like, it's Taco Tuesday. (laughs) And yes, I'm still as excited this Tuesday, even though we had it last Tuesday. (laughs) Still excited. Yes, exactly. So what about you guys? What do you like to do in your free time? And when Um, you... Something we just really discovered that we like to do together is the road trip. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, We're just really good road trippers. Like a lot of families, I think that that causes an issue brings all the tension but it just out. like brings out the best in us like Aww. we have this sense of adventure uh-huh. and we have special snacks again traditions oh, like yeah. i have to have muddy buddies like oh those are the so puppy good chow. Mm-hmm. i think chex mix calls them muddy buddies so i have mm-hmm. to stop at the gas station mm-hmm. and get those <laughs> are you a good navigator is like how, i am and what happens mm-hmm. when what happens when you get lost do you like come together as a team or yeah, we're pretty good about it i the only problem is i get car sick really easily oh so like, looking at the looking, map or the yeah, phone or whatever oh, i'm yeah. fine as long as i'm not like trying <laughs> so to you read. can't look down so, so how are you navigating stop. okay but jeremiah also loves maps so he would rather just pull over stop gotcha. check the map and then mm-hmm. be on his way but right. yeah we're pretty pretty good about that we have a jeep that is quite an off-road beast that's yeah, kind of become our new hobby is. together does it have and a so name you call we it we did not name it yet and we need to because you're yeah. supposed to name okay them. you can still name but it. Yeah, we did um, a huge trip to the Rubicon Trail in California, mm-hmm. and just like that was quite an adventure. It was not a relaxing vacation; it was like intense. Like, go, right. babe, you got this! Like <laughs> cheering each other on. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we really like doing that, and mm-hmm. need to get out more to do that. Actually, or then, and then we'll just like we both work from home right now, so. Yeah. It'll be like three on a Friday and be like, uh-huh. you want to do happy hour yeah. or we'll schedule like a happy hour date or even happy hour in our backyard, right. you know, and just sit outside or. I love that. So, um, yeah, we had happy hour with you. Yeah, night, we actually. did. Like a we little... were both, I think, doing the same thing. Chris texted Jeremiah and was like, do you want to come over? We're yep. sitting out front having a beer. So. Exactly. I know we need to do that more often because mm-hmm. I agree just happy hour at home. Just yeah. something about it. It's five o'clock. Just Low some chips, some chips and salsa, Sitting little outside. drink. Oh, so nice! Mm-hmm. Just a perfect way to end mm-hmm. the day or to kick off the weekend or something. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So enough lovey dovey. Okay. <laughs> this has been, you know, the husband. This, this has been. Hour. This has been nice, right? Okay, but real talk. Real what talk. What does your husband do that drives you nuts? Like what gets on your last nerve Mm -hmm, and what mm -hmm. do you do that gets on his nerves? Yeah, we'll be honest because, Mm -hmm. I mean, as much as we would like to think that we are the perfect Uh wives all the time. (laughs) Because I just had one this morning that that drives me bonkers. Oh, tell me. Okay. He always gets up earlier than I do. Maybe some of our listeners can relate. (laughs) He 
<laughs> has such a routine in the morning and he does all of it mm-hmm. with his toothbrush full of toothpaste in his mouth. What? Like he starts brushing his teeth okay. and then proceeds to do everything he has else to multitask. in his routine. But he's not actually multitasking. Because <laughs> he's not brushing his teeth. No, the toothbrush is just sitting in his mouth foaming with like toothpaste drool about to come out. Is it like I a- sat up in bed this morning and was like, you know that's not multitasking, right? <laughs> You're called not him actually brushing. Does he think maybe it's like a soak, like a deep soak? I think he thinks that's what's happening. <laughs> but he will get fully dressed with his toothbrush in his mouth. Whoa. Put on his shoes Seems sometimes. dangerous. Yeah, it's not okay, actually. It drives <laughs> me nuts, and he knows it. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, Does he ever, um, like, does he catch you looking at him, and then he stops, or he's just mm-hmm. cavalier-like? You can't change oh, no, this about me. He's proud of it. He thinks it's the right way to do it. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably judges me for not brushing my teeth while doing a million like, things. You only brush your teeth for two minutes. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then what? What else? Oh, he takes forever to decide where to park. Oh my gosh, Chris. Okay, like, well, Chris is Chris is like that too. But this is this is what happened. You're like reminding me of all these other great things that I can say. About Chris. I have multiple pet. <laughs> um, okay, this is what it's this is what it's like parking with Chris. Okay, we're driving around. Oh, this one no. This one, no, no. Okay, we're part. We'll, we're pulling into a space. Nope, we're driving through. Oh, he sees another one across the aisle. We're still driving. Oh, we're pulling through this one. We like end up at like the back what? of the parking lot. What are they looking for? I don't what know. What do they hope is going to happen? I have no idea. It's just like the prospect of another open spot. Yeah, it's like, like they have to drive through better. all There's the open be spots and, until we park. <laughs> We're weaving in and out of parking yes, spaces yes. and making me. <laughs> okay. No, I leave shoes and hair oh. everywhere. Okay, like your actual hair, shoes, or like your hair accessories. No, my hair, like my hair, <laughs> like my actual hair pieces of hair. Because <laughs> I just have you a, have ton a lot of hair, of hair, and I shed, and it's long, and it's everywhere, and it makes him crazy. Really? Like if it is on his pillow, he freaks out a little bit, like it's a bug, <laughs> or if it's like on his face, he can't handle it. Oh my gosh! So you just go around like dust busting off of his pillow. Yeah, and it drives him nuts. <laughs> and I can't really help it, but I can help the fact that I leave my shoes like. In wherever I took them off, okay. Is where they usually okay, and he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> it's so nobody's perfect. It's so funny to know what drives other people I crazy. Know. Okay, well, I did already mention the parking thing, but um, I guess around the house, something that um, Chris does is he'll leave dishes stacked in the sink. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, it drives me crazy. I think what I hate about it, I mean, he's trying to be clean because he's trying to, you know, get the dishes get off, off the, the counter. counter. Uh-huh. Or like soak something, but when I can't stand is if I need to go wash my hands or use the sink and I can't use the sink because it's so full of dishes or I turn on the water and it's like splashing dishwater Cold, at dirty me. dishwater. Yes, like, Chris! <laughs> um, so anyway, that's something that, that's something that sometimes drives, um, drives me <laughs> crazy. Okay. The other thing is we compost mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know why this drives me so crazy, but when Chris takes out the compost, he does not do it in the proper way and it (laughs) drives me crazy. So what you're supposed to do, Christopher, if you (laughs) are listening, listening. 
Um, you take out the bucket of kitchen scraps, whatever. So you open our compost. It's kind of like a compost igloo. It opens mm-hmm. at the top and you kind of dig a hole in it with the pitchfork that we have, kind of turn it, mm-hmm. water it with the hose. Cause you bring the hose with you, turn on the hose. Okay. Oh, you water it every time. Mm, I think so. Just because here it's so dry. Okay. I think um, Jeremiah's not doing that. Oh, I need to get you, Jeremiah. Okay. If you're listening, <laughs> note Jeremiah. <laughs> He's gonna get real bad if he is watering it. By the way, I am doing it. Because um, anyway, I refuse him. to touch the compost because it grosses me out. So he handles all compost. Oh, maybe he can come over and do my compost if he's yeah. doing it correctly. <laughs> he loves it. He probably would come. Over. Um, so anyway, you're supposed to like dig, dig, like turn it a little bit, dig a hole. Put the new kitchen scraps in and then um, cover it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing you're supposed to do is for the kitchen scraps that you take out, you're supposed to at least roughly chop them. Like yeah, you should not, not like be, whole pieces you should fruit. not be finding, for example, whole oranges, whole <laughs> See, I would be, avocados, I am this kind of thing. <laughs> okay. I think you and Chris are going to have your own compost and Jeremiah and, and I are no going to have actually, our own You guys would have a way better compost. We'll have like a beautiful vegetable garden that we grow with all our compost and yours is like attracting raccoons and stuff. <laughs> White cat is all in yes. our compost. So... Anyway, um, that drives me crazy. Actually, one time I went and I think too, you know, Chris will kind of, you know, I'll be like, you know, how'd the compost going or whatever? Oh, it's fine. You know, no no details. One time I went out there to take out the compost and I found, um, an entire loaf of French bread sitting at the top of the cup was like totally hard and it got stuck on my pitchfork. And I was like, curses you, Christopher. (laughs) Um, So anyway, but the thing is, I do appreciate that he takes out the compost. Yeah. So I have to have a certain amount of forgiveness that sometimes it's just like, oh, it just needs to to go out. Like critical or whatever. I don't want to do it. So I tolerate a certain number of whole oranges in my (laughs) or loaves of bread oh my gosh yes so anyway that's our compost situation um so i am of course not guilt-free of doing little things so one thing maybe chris would have some more but one thing i definitely do is i don't even know why i do it i'll leave our dresser drawers open like just an inch (laughs) just a little bit yes not so much that you're banging into them or anything but just a little bit i think it's that when you close them all the way they kind of make the the sound of closing yeah and so maybe i'm trying to be quiet in the morning and so i think i'm pushing it slow enough that it'll close gently and it just doesn't close i don't know i don't do it on purpose but it's something that chris always notices and calls me out on (laughs) um the other thing that I do that drives him crazy is I will not change the toilet paper when it's <laughs> out. Refuse. And I, or I'll bring the new roll in and I just set it on top. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> and he's just like, why can't you just change it? <laughs> it does feel like so, like if you're going to the bathroom real quick and you're I trying know. to do something else, it really feels like, like a long time. Yes. And I'm just in and out. I don't have time to change that. I'll do it later. <laughs> and it's, what there, I, it's there. It's there. What I tell Chris, I'm trying to rebrand it. I'm like, it's like, you know, I was there like, you know, a little like, like your hey, calling card. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> something for you to remember me by. So 
Oh, yeah. that's so funny. That's what's uh, keeping our marriage spicy over here. <laughs> Toilet paper left on the roll. Yes. Sexy. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what about uh, other relationships in your life? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this time not of life... Not extramarital relationships. No, not those kind of relationships. <laughs> you know, those other fellows in right, your life. What do right. they do? Um, friendships yeah, with friendships. other women <laughs> or other couples. Um how do you make friends as an adult? Because I feel like that's tricky. It is. You can't just walk up to an adult like you can on the playground. Like I know, or hey, in the or in the dorms, or right. where you like have all your classes together, yes. and you just have oodles of free and, like, time. Like your dorm, your dormed room door is just just open. always open. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's tough, and I think too for the both of us, we have both moved away from our hometown. Yeah. So, I mean, I have so many even elementary school right friends right. that I'm still in touch with that I would hang out with if I was still in Austin so yeah I think it's it's hard because um you know you grow up with these people and so you sort of change um together and you have all this history together mm-hmm. and then yeah now you don't have the free time and it's kind of connecting on this different adult level um So, yeah, it's tough. But um, one thing is I read this book, Married White Female, MWF Seeks BFF. Have you read that book Mm -hmm. or heard of it? I think you told me about it before or mentioned that it was really good. It is a personal kind of memoir about this girl that's in a very similar situation to the both of us. She grew up in one area and then moved to Chicago. And so she was really missing all of her best girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And so she goes on this quest. She, I love how proactive she is. She decides, okay, I'm not just going to sit by. I'm going to find my best friend. And so anyway, she just goes through all these ways, even taking out a want ad, um, (laughs) ask, you know, asking out, I'm doing the air quotes, asking out a girl after yoga class that Mm -hmm. she thinks she connects with. It's totally like dating. It makes you feel awkward. Exactly. It totally is. And just, sorry, silence. Um, (laughs) No, uh, it is really, really hard to do. I, um, I was just talking about this with Jeremiah and we were feeling like nobody wanted to do anything. We didn't have enough friends. Like when we Mm -hmm. first moved here and everybody was really getting settled into their careers and started having kids. And then we were finally like, it kind of dawned on us like, all right, it just may look different. Like we Uh, need to actually plan things now. You're not going to have like a standing Hey, what do we want, what do we want to do this Friday? Exactly. You know, the, everybody has so much more going on, and now you have in laws, and so your family has expanded. Mm-hmm. There's all these obligations, and so you just have to like get something on the calendar. Yes. So I think that's been something that's huge for us is just being proactive, being the one to ask mm-hmm. and set a date. Because yeah. some people are like, "Oh, we should do coffee sometimes." No, right. like really, when are we doing coffee? <laughs> like when are we doing? Get out your yeah, calendar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you really just have to do that because yeah. it's not going to happen otherwise. Yeah. So no, I I totally agree you do have to be you have to be really proactive about it um and um you know you're kind of talking about connecting with other couples it's so tough to find couple friends too it is. It you is. know that is really like because you end up like hitting it off you know the girls really hit it off exactly. and the guys are just kind of taking along exactly. or vice versa and for me it's always been really hard because i've always been the girlfriend or the mm-hmm. wife with Jeremiah. Oh, and then I see. we went through so many friends with like whatever new girlfriend they had, right. I automatically had to hang right. out with. <laughs> and like, so now it's really nice that people are like married. And right. Settled it's like and you're not going anywhere. Get to know a girl right. and hang out. And yeah. 
So right. that's, that's been hard going into adulthood. Mm-hmm. I think something that I took from this book that I read um, you know, she kind of had talked about, I think, feeling nervous during the book, like, oh, these people have, you know, she would meet people that had lived in the Chicago area for a really long time. So they probably have as many friends as they need. Mm-hmm. And she was surprised that it seemed like most people were always open for meeting new friends. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's not really, most of us don't have, we haven't met our friend quota. You're always right. interested in meeting someone new. And even if it's not someone that you're going to see all the time, mm-hmm. well, hey, maybe if we, even if we just see each other a few times a year, mm-hmm. that's something and we and can I enjoy think, like, being so together. And I think so flattered to ask, like if someone asks oh, you, yeah. it's such a hard thing to put yourself out there, mm-hmm. like ask out the girl after yoga. Yeah. So you're flattered that they would ask you, like exactly. you would kind of got along or they saw mm-hmm. something in you that they thought they wanted to get to know right. or whatever. Right. So Exactly. So I think just kind of that part of being proactive, you know, I'll try, if I feel like I really click with someone at work, mm-hmm. I'll like ask if they want to go grab coffee mm-hmm. or go to lunch or something like that. And I think, like you said, just that following up, like mm-hmm. be the person who, Hey, I'm going to go do this. Do you want to go? Right. I think it's so funny even because I was talking to a friend of mine who was saying how she was jealous of me and your friendship because we're right next door. Like, oh, you just have such a great friend right next door. And I'm like, but we even went through that awkward, like, mm-hmm. I see you over there, <laughs> but I don't know if we're at the point where I just hey, come waving. over and say hi. Right. Yes. Yeah, like, now we pretty much I'm are, so glad but, we're past that. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's just this weird where you still, even though you live right next door to mm-hmm. each other, need to like right. set a date and go do yeah, something. Because you want to just... respect each other's. I think, I mean, yeah, once you're married, you to- you understand that, you know, your couple time is sacred when you're right. so busy and stuff. Right. So you don't just want to, yeah, pop over and like, insert your yourself. Out, exactly. So I assumed out. you were home. <laughs> We don't have a neighbor like that in the neighborhood. Maybe we'll get no. one one day. Cause I there, totally was there that neighbor when people. Jeremiah was gone. By like the second week, I saw you out front. I'm like, I'm I love it. Over there no, I love it. I really love it. I'm watching way too much reality. <laughs> I love it. Um, but you know, that is actually another really big factor. Um, I mean, maybe for everyone, but certainly in the Phoenix area, the being geographically compatible. Yeah, because it's so spread out. Yes, I mean mm-hmm. we you and I get along great and Mm -hmm. we get along great as a cup, like as Mm -hmm. couples too, which Mm -hmm. is so awesome. But you know, if we lived across town, we wouldn't hang out as much. I know. That's why I got panicky when you were talking about movies. Like, no, (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. Because it's so much more effort. Like last Mm -hmm. night we were literally just together for like an hour. Yeah. It was so easy to just walk over. Exactly. We had a beer. Mm -hmm. We played with the baby a little Mm -hmm. bit before he went to bed. But you wouldn't do that if you lived across town. Oh yeah. It's not worth it to get like, loaded up and you exactly know. and here just we live in such a big metro area and just people live everywhere mm-hmm. that you'll meet people at work and you know i know i've been disappointed before where it's like i feel like i'm really connecting with someone at work and mm-hmm. then oh you live in glendale we can't oh, be it's never gonna work out you know <laughs> or like yeah this is going exactly nowhere. exactly so like yeah i guess we will just see each other at work you know so Anyway, but yeah, um, I think that that makes it all the more important to try to, you know, find people in your area, in your neighborhood, something Mm -hmm. who you can connect with because. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So what are you, let's do our regular feature. What are you currently obsessed with? What's your current obsession? I I have a couple of obsessions 
One is a salad dressing that I am obsessed with. Yeah. We had some out-of-town friends um, stay with us recently, and um, she mentioned it to me. It is the champagne pear vinaigrette with gorgonzola salad dressing from Trader Joe's. That sounds really good. It is delicious. And I, okay, when I eat a salad, I am not a calorie counter on the salad dressing because look, I'm already eating eating my greens. So back off, (laughs) back off nutrition label. I will (laughs) put whatever I want. Exactly. Yes, I will. But I was pleasantly surprised to see that this one is really low fat. And so it's making my salads even more healthy. I'm, I'm not sure why. I think maybe it has pear puree, like instead of oh, okay. oil or something. It makes it a little more creamy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Exactly. So anyway, and we've been trying to eat more salads lately. So mm-hmm. with that, I'm that's helping me a lot. I'm happy. Yes. Um, the other thing, I am reading a book right now, Wild by... Do you love it? I love it. By Cheryl Strayed. It's on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. It was one of the ones I bought in the book binge. Wait, are they making it into a movie? Uh-huh. Oh. Reese Witherspoon is playing her. Does oh. that ruin it or make it better for you? No, I like okay, it. Okay, good. I like it. And Some I, people have strong feelings, okay, but I like I, her too. But I was wondering if they were going to make it into a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I yeah, I am obsessed with it. Um, it's, you know, one of those where I just get into, I'm reading it every minute that oh, I can. I can't wait. Like, I take it with me when... Um, after, so that after I turn on the shower and I'm waiting for it to get hot, I can read for those two oh, nice. minutes. I love books exactly. like that. So, yes, it's great. It um, really draws you in, so you're going to love it. Good. Uh, what are you obsessed with late- lately? I am obsessed with Brookside Dark Chocolate Covered Pomegranate, pomegranate <laughs> Candy. Pomegranate. It, it makes you feel like it's a little more healthy than it okay. is, but it's basically a candy. <laughs> Um, it's what is real the, what good. is this Brookside? What, what? That's just the brand. Okay. I don't Where know. do you I'm get sh- it? Um, Target, but I think Sam's and Costco have it in the okay. big bag, but that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so, I, like, I really love chocolate covered raisins and it's mm-hmm. that same kind of concept. Mm-hmm. So but is even it a little bit sweeter? Like the pomegranate, is it, it's dried like, um, I don't even think, I think it's just got juice. Oh, in like it. a flavor. Like, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, I started thinking about, is it like a cranberry? But that's not what a pomegranate's like. No, because I think they'd be, like, not quite the right texture. So I think it's just got real, it does have I real gotcha. fruit juice in it, but okay. it's more like a little chewy And so you like center. the fruit and chocolate I flavor? Because like I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy on that a lot really? of times. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I've eaten way too many of them. My mom <laughs> really loves them, and she will be visiting tomorrow, <laughs> actually. So she can help you clean up the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and I'm stuff. like, I got, I don't know, I had a coupon. Three, like they were if you bought three they were cheaper and so oh boy mr lad and i have gone through two Mm -hmm. bags already Mm -hmm. i'm like save one for mom (laughs) okay so that's the current obsession oh you always need a little a good little Mm -hmm. dessert in the house Mm -hmm. that makes evenings more special for sure okay so let's move on to neighborhood news um we we have let's discuss this Oh boy. We have some drama yeah. in our neighborhood. Yeah. You... It doesn't concern us, but we're all up in it, of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're the nosy neighbors, so of course we are. Can, so, can you set Can you set the stage yes. for us? So we won't be specific about their location. Right. But they're near. They're, they're near. near us. Um, although clearly they, you know, we want to protect their privacy, right. but clearly they don't they care. They do not care about their privacy. Their privacy. <laughs> to start with, when I first, when they first moved in, Mm-hmm. Um, there was and a large how long have they, how long have they, how long have they been there? It's like Christmas time, maybe okay. 
like the first week in December. Yeah. And we were, um, our previous neighbors that lived at this house had three or four pretty old Suburbans yes. and they would, they would park them. I mean, that's fine, but they would frequently pull them up onto the gravel. Yeah. So basically parking on their lawn. And they were all in various states of disrepair. Oh, yes. Like it was, they were always up it was always quite an eyesore. And, yeah. So yeah. anyway, when they moved on, we were, you know, we were okay, uh, what neighbor are we going to get now? And um, anyway, maybe now we're wishing we had the Suburbans on the lawn. <laughs> so yeah, we, there's been a couple incidents, but this latest one, I like to text Kelsey when this is yes. going on because she's usually working and mm-hmm. I'm at home. So I would like to do a little reenactment. Are you good <laughs> okay. with that? Yes, I'm good. I have printed out here our text message exchange. <laughs> we might it might be a little awkward because we'll we'll change some any identifying information. And, okay. And oh, on, oh, on the fly. Okay. We'll see if we. I don't think okay. it will be too bad, but okay. I yeah, and this I mean this is like our cold reading, yeah, so we're, we're really gonna, putting this is going to be dramatic. <laughs> so here we go. Let's start out. I'm I'm sitting. Well, I set the scene pretty well in my text message. So I think here so. We here we go. There's definitely some sort of neighborhood news going on across the street. Oh, boy. I'm happily typing out some <laughs> Valentine's ideas for the blog when I hear lots of expletive exclaimed on the sidewalk. I assume my position at the window and the dad and a car full of vagabond teens are out front. One teen, this is all me texting, by the way. It's a real long text. One teen is very upset and pacing back and forth in front of our house, cursing and making threats about the next time they drive by. (laughs) The dad is meanwhile calming him by saying something about the worst they'll do is give you an expired license ticket. (laughs) Lovely. Meanwhile, the teens exit the vehicle with Taco Bell cups and bags spilling out of the car with them that Mm. they don't bother to pick up. Uh. Grr. Oh, and two of them are wearing pajamas. This is more disappointing than the Suburbans. It really is. And who is the dad talking to with his damn Bluetooth headset on all the time? Pretty sure nobody. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, can we complain to the HOA or something under the pretense of, quote, neighborhood disturbance? Ask Jeremiah, who he's on the HOA board, what our options are. Seriously. Oh, now they're cleaning out the truck of the white car and there's like laundry and rolled up carpeting and a comforter and everything on the street. Why do they have to drag down our street, yo? Who even has that stuff in their trunk? There's literally laundry sorting going on in the street. I can't look away. Oh boy, this family's having a tough time. Okay, so then cut to this part. Then I went later on, I went on a walk (laughs) and to give you an update on the white cat slash ghost of tailless situation, (laughs) it must be that season because this is what I texted Kelsey later on that night. Quote, (laughs) just saw four different stray cats on our walks, two of them having sex. It's been a banner day in the neighborhood. Cat face emoticon, cat face emoticon. Um, my reply, OMG, cat emoji plus cat emoji equals four cat emoji. <laughs> and I bet they're all pooping in my yard. You know it. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> pretty good. That was our exchange about our day in the neighborhood. So you're pretty much up to speed yeah, with uh, the neighborhood news. Yep, you are all caught up. <laughs> so I think that's all we have for you today. Yep, our glasses are about empty. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. You can find all of our episodes online. And on iTunes mm-hmm. <laughs> and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And if you like the show, we'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes. And if you have a cocktail suggestion that we should enjoy during a podcast, Ooh, yeah. yeah, shoot us an email or um, let us know. Leave a comment on our um, blog. Thanks for stopping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Why are we so inactive, Ethan? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>